Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No. We are airing in Boston, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. How about that? Washington, Oregon, Idaho, California, Arizona, Colorado, Oklahoma, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Vermont, Maine. I've been everywhere, man. (laughs) This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, good morning, Canada. Welcome to the RP Show. Good afternoon. If you are uh, on the eastern side of this wonderful continent, RP here. Moose over there. How are you, Moose? I'm great. That's good. We're going to jump right into the show topics in a moment in the guest, but I just want to ask you how your weekend was, because oh. that's what you do on Monday mornings, right? That is. You know, weekend was great. Played around at golf. Yeah, my, my wife was wondering about that. We saw your Instagram yeah. story. Where the were jo- you? The Joanne Goulet was open. Good for you. Our course, Deer Valley, opens on Wednesday. So we're excited about that. And but you hacked up your feet. I hacked up my feet. I bought a new pair of shoes last year, and I thought they were really soft and nice. And after the first hole, I had blisters on the back of both of my ankles. And it was, uh, I went barefoot after that because I couldn't walk. Couldn't walk in the shoes. First world problems, as they say. I'd say. We'll get to your comments, everybody, in a moment. This is, uh, this is our time. This is me time. What we call the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. I just want to say this. Uh, I'm, I realized that we're back in the, uh, the juggernaut of the machine. What, we got one foot in the machine calling hockey on television right now. And That's what right. I mean by that is we had games Friday, Sunday night. We call them both major junior hockey. And I am kind of got out of the NHL loop for a bit. Yep. You don't get to watch NHL hockey when you're calling hockey, you know. So, but this, it all ends for us on Tuesday and for the Western Hockey League Wednesday in the Dub Hub, and we'll get right, we'll delve right headfirst into the NHL just in time for the Stanley Cup playoffs, oh, right? Can't wait. Um, but I'll say this: you you loved my uh, pullover that I'm wearing here, quarter yes. zip, right down my alley. I went to the Band City, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, and I hand delivered Connor Bedard cards to the Mad Greek Restaurant. And to Ultimate Fan Zone, and that's where I got this Blue Jays gear. I actually got a lot of Blue Jays gear. They got a whole wall of Blue Jays gear. That's awesome. And Billy over there said that they got a run on Blue Jays merchandise, and I wonder why, because they're on television and they're playing, right? So I'm excited about that. And uh, please don't at me for leaving the Regina bubble, because I know the travel was, what, discouraged? Dis- discouraged, yeah, unless it was... Uh, well, this was business. Serious, well, for work. Yeah, it was for work. Wasn't going for a holiday. And, I mean, I could have gone to Costco or Walmart. You know what I mean? So I went and hand-delivered these Connor Bedard uh, cards because they'd ask for them and they're sponsors of the show. So, yeah, that's business. And I know you and I are waiting for a weekend in Saskatoon. You know, oh, yeah. To get away. We didn't do that, but... Uh, This is okay. See the sponsors. We will, like I said, get to your comments in a moment. But coming up on the program today, some interesting stories. Saskatchewan Rough Riders uh, defensive back Mike Adam will be joining us, a former Calgary Dino. He's a tremendous, tremendous Canadian Football League player. And he wrote me on Instagram and said, Rod, can I get on your show? And I said, what would we talk about, Mike? And we've been friends for a few years now. And uh, he gave me some ideas. I'm like, well, yeah, let's do it. It's going to be good. Mike Adam coming up later on here in hour one. And then hour two, 
Tulsa running back Corey Taylor II projected to go in the National Football League draft later on this weekend. Not Thursday in round one, but sometime Friday or Saturday. And there's an interesting hookup as to how we got Corey Taylor on the show, too, from the Tulsa Hurricanes. You know we air all through Oklahoma on Game Plus TV on the cable carrier TDS Cable. Okay, so tell your friends in Oklahoma and all around there that Corey Taylor will be with us from the Tulsa Hurricanes. So it's going to be a fun uh, day today. Can we hit the quick six show topics, please, <laughs> Director Jordan? Yeah, I see my topics kind of are meshing with you folks are writing in about today. Number one, dupes, weekend NHL leftovers. And I just said we weren't glued to the television watching NHL hockey, but I did have my eye on what was going on. Three teams have now clinched playoff berths, and they all reside in the Honda West Division. That must naturally mean that the Honda West Division is the weakest division. Wouldn't it? That would make sense. There's three teams have clinched in the NHL, and they all live in the Honda West. First it was Vegas, then it was Colorado, and now the mini. Most Wild. discrepancy between top and bottom, right? Less parity, less competition throughout the division. But it doesn't take anything away from those high-end teams that have clinched. They're there, but it's not deep. It's not a deep division. What does that say, hockey fans? Get the first three teams to clinch playoff spots in the National Hockey League all come from one division. It's a disparity. You're right. Because if the Leafs were waltzing through Canada, they would have clinched already. That's right. Right? So they're not getting an easy ride. So it's interesting listening to the pundits, which reminds me. I'll say for NFL Draft Week, I'll hold on to this. Remind me of Jesse Palmer, okay? Yeah. I got to bring this up. Uh, Mika Zabinajad Zabinajad a hat-trick for the Rangers last night, and they're like within four points of a playoff spot. So if you're watching what's going on in the Mass Mutual East Division, it's just wild what's going on down there. So the next couple weeks are going to be fun in the NHL. And just this morning, there's some breaking news. Chicago Blackhawks forward two-time Stanley Cup champion Andrew Shaw retiring at the age of 29 due to accumulation of concussions. So that's news coming out of the NHL this morning. Not great news. Uh, To point two of our quick show topics, it has to do with tonight's games in the NHL. The Calgary Flames still have a heartbeat. They are Hulk Hogan's leg on the rope. (laughs) (laughs) They're just not going away. Yeah. They've beaten the Habs the last two. Tonight they go for three in a row, looking to close the gap. So that's one game. Vancouver's not going away. They've won three of four since coming back from the COVID interruption, and they're at Ottawa tonight. They've still got designs on playing, and then it's the Oilers at Winnipeg in a potential first-round playoff preview. So happy game day for the Jets and Oilers fans that are watching today. It's a big day. Uh, Point three, the Toronto Blue Jays. How about them? I know. They won the series at Tampa Bay. And I think what's best for Canadian baseball fans, Blue Jays fans, is turn your phone off during Blue Jays games. Because if you just went by what people are saying on Twitter, they're the worst team ever. They got the worst infield ever. They're a bunch of boobs. They can't tie their shoelaces. And all of a sudden, they're shutting out the Tampa Bay Rays 1-0 on Sunday, winning another series. And they're third place in the American League East. See what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a, what you hear on Twitter is that they're junk. And I'm like, God, I'm, I'm looking at the standings here. I'm watching enough of the games. The kids are doing all right. They're playing fine. Still waiting for the star, right? Without their number one player who was supposed to be with the group. So I think they're doing okay. And it's been a while since they've been able to say that they beat Tampa in a series. Oh, yeah. Um, 
They got over the hump. They beat the Yankees a couple of times. Jays are doing okay. Won two series against the Yankees. So yeah. I'm, just, I'm just putting that out there. Just sit back and enjoy the games. They're an exciting team. They're winning. I don't know how long it's going to last, but as we said on Friday, enjoy the ride. But Hyun Jin Roo injured yesterday. So they are kind of pulling this off with smoke and mirrors. Blue Jays off today. They open a series at Washington midweek. And George Springer, while not necessarily going to play Tuesday, he might. They say that he's going to play in this series this week at Washington. So there's some fake news out there. I've watched enough of the Blue Jays broadcast where they say maybe, what did we say last week? Maybe Friday, maybe Saturday, maybe Sunday. But for sure Tuesday, now no, they're not even saying Tuesday. Yeah, so, believe it when I see it. Believe it when I see it. So point four, NFL draft talk. And you said a good poll question today would be, what are you interested in this week? Let's save that for tomorrow. Write it down in your little book. Done. Okay. Because the poll question today is, which league will play the game first, a game first this summer in Canada, the CEBL, Canadian Elite Basketball League, or the Canadian Football League? I'm jumping off script here, but the question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, who, which league will play a game first? What are they saying on Facebook? They just flashed off the screen. I think it just went up. So we don't have to. It just went up? Yeah. Okay. So we're early well, data. on Twitter, it was like 70 plus percent said the CEBL. And while this seems elementary because it's well rod, they have their schedule for June 27th and the CFL is August 5th. So obviously it's going to be the CEBL. No, they already moved their season back three weeks, which had already been moved back three weeks. Remember, we had Brad Kraft on, the CEO of the Rattlers. That's right. So <laughs> I've said it so many times on this show, people just want to believe what they hear. Oh, it's on the internet. It must be true. Oh, I saw it on the headlines on... <laughs> Doesn't work that way, folks. Have you not figured that out yet? We talked about that a little bit in our morning meeting today as with regards to six weeks ago, we thought the Maritimes were going to be wide open and we were planning a trip out there and we may still go. But because these leagues have dates and I'm, I'm seeing interesting um, reactions specifically in the CFL because some guys, the pilot light's gone out. My phone's kind of gone dead with guys I'd normally heard. It was like August 5th was a kick in the junk that uh, here we go again. Yeah. Whereas I'm hearing from other guys that are writing me in all caps, August 5th, that's staff. And the players are obviously excited. Well, they have to be. But in this changing climate, the question is which league plays first. And I think the CEBL would still win that poll. I'm just saying I'm not married to the fact that they're going to start on time. And the public address announcer of the Rattlers tweeted at me, Grant Biebrick. I'm not sure if you saw that or not. Yep. And he goes, Rattlers have yet to miss a se- or the CEBL's yet to miss a season. So I'm just saying if they can't get their season underway, it's going to be a big mass panic to pull everything together and go down to St. Catharines, Ontario and have a two-week tournament again. It's not going to be as easy as it was last year. Yeah, I think so. Like, I think with the CEBL, I think there's not that – I don't know that anybody's really willing to play without fans, but I think there's, it's a little bit easier on the CEBL side because they rely less on the overall gate, right? Less fans in the building um, compared to football, so less reliance on it. But I think it's massively important that they have fans in the building too, and I don't think they're going to start well, with Well, and zero. that's the point. Don McNeil's watching in central Ontario when he says outdoor versus indoor, it'll be the CFL. 
so that was my point. Let's put a little more thought into behind what, where this question came from versus what you're just seeing in print, which you want to believe, and that isn't necessarily the case. So moving on, point four, NFL Draft Week. How excited are you for the NFL Draft, which round one goes on Thursday, subsequent rounds Friday, Saturday. Uh, six Canadians could go. They're headed up by sef- uh, safety Jevin Holland. He's a Coquitlam kid, or he says he's from Coquitlam, but he was raised in Oakland. Uh, He'd played at Oregon. He took this year off to declare for the draft. Obviously, we're excited about it. But you, again, have to sit back and beware of fake news because I'm watching SportsCenter this morning, and who doesn't love Jesse Palmer? Who doesn't love that guy? Everybody. Everybody loves loves him. him. And, And we all love Rod Smith, too. What a voice. That's not going away, Rod Smith. Kelsey's Roadhouse. (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, yes. he says to Jesse Palmer, of the five top flight quarterbacks, and we've been talking about who they are, which one has the potential to be the biggest bust? And Jesse said, Justin Fields. He's like, I'm not saying he's going to be a bust. I'm saying of the five top ten picks, he's the one that has maybe the best chance to flop in the National Football League. Cool. Jesse Palmer said it. It's got to be true. I finish my workout. I go over to my home office, turn on ESPN. I'm watching Get Up. We got Matt Hasselback here, everybody. Matt Hasselback, former NFL quarterback. Matt, if you were starting a franchise, an expansion team, which of these five quarterbacks would you want to start your franchise? Oh, it's Justin Fields from OSU. It's an easy answer. 6'3", 230, threw five touchdowns in the Orange Bowl, upset over Clemson. If it was the Orange Bowl, I believe it was the Orange Bowl. How are you supposed to, right, make an opinion on these guys? And that's not, they didn't do anything wrong. But that's the whole point. This is not news. It's fake news. And it's hella fun to talk about. Yeah. But we'll all be tuned in Thursday night. By then, the Dub Hub action will be over and we'll be pitting in to watch. I'm just wondering, when is the rest of Canada going to pick up to a pretty exciting week in the National Football League? (laughs) Isn't that social media? Right. And we see it even in our poll questions with replies. You know, if anybody voted no on this, then you're stupid and your vote doesn't count and you don't deserve to have yeah. an opinion. Right. You have one guy saying there's only one choice and it's over here. And you're stupid if you don't agree. Yeah. And on the other side, you're like, there's only one choice. You're stupid if you don't agree. And they're completely opposite. That's what makes this fun. This this draft, because Justin Fields could be a savior for the franchise or he could be a complete bust. He's one of the guys that has the most question marks, but also a really high ceiling. So it'll be fun watching how this shakes down, and every team is going to approach this a little bit differently. Um, John in Winnipeg is watching. John Ohm, he says, I'm so sick and tired of the Canadian government. Trudeau, you listening? 25% capacity in outdoor stadiums. Let's do this by June. We need the CFL. Hold on to your bingo cards, because that's coming up on the show topics here. And I know we're running out of time, and we're going to have Mike Adam here right away. Um, those are my NFL draft thoughts. Point five, uh, Brandon Wheat Kings win the Subway Cup. <laughs> Subway Cup's going to Manitoba. I said to dupes on the air last night when Brandon was thumping the Pats 5-1. I hope they keep this Subway Cup for years to come. Interdivisional points against each other in the Eastern Division. I think it'll be great. And the Q playoffs. It's back on, baby. They're playing in the Quebec Major Junior League. 
And I've got their score updates from last night and the weekend coming up. And point six, strictly just opinion here. So don't put any stock in it. I have written CFL notes. It's pretty quiet right now leading up to the uh, draft, which is May 4th. That's right around the corner. But my phone was (laughs) ringing all weekend. I told you from whom in the morning meeting about guys that are just now they're really, really, really worried about the CFL and the Rough Riders here in this market. And it's Rod, we need to do something. We need to. I'm like, can I get somebody under the age of 80 to call me that wants to do something to save the Canadian Football League right now? We need to do this. We need to do that. This is what we should have been doing. What does the legendary Paul say here? Yeah, it's hard to learn to swim when you're drowning. It's not a good time. (laughs) No. Some preventative maintenance throughout the process needs to be put into place. But... Hey, we can't go back. We're here now. So what do we do to get out of it? And unfortunately, it is predominantly that older crowd that doesn't want to lose what they've built, what they've built and what they love, right? They don't want to lose that to a generation that doesn't seem to care or doesn't seem to be able to manage it as well as they did. That's what I'm saying. The forefathers are very upset, very upset yeah. about where the CFL's at and where it's going. And I'm like, guys... It's not your job anymore. Sorry to say. I'll sit and take these calls, but there's nothing that we can do because it's not our league. Anyways, Mike Adam is a guy under the age of 80 that'll have some thoughts on the CFL, what he's been doing, what's going to happen. Lee Saskatchewan Rough Rider defensive back joins us next. This has been the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace, and we'll be right back on Game Plus Television, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. This podcast is brought to you by Danette May and Mindful Health LLC, featuring Danette May's top superfood product from her Earth Echo Foods line, Cacao Bliss. Nothing feels better than being able to enjoy rich, smooth, creamy chocolate and knowing you're doing something good for your body. We start with 100% organic cacao beans that are naturally kissed by the sun, maintaining its miraculous health benefits. Then we blend it with turmeric, MCT oil, coconut, Himalayan sea salt, cinnamon and black pepper for the perfect blend to make you feel the best you ever have. The result... Fall in love with a truly decadent, healthy, guilt-free chocolate, removing your cravings, facilitating weight loss, boosting your energy, and reducing your inflammation with one simple drink. Not only that, it's friendly to paleo, gluten-free, keto, vegan, and vegetarian diets. For the last eight years, we have been a leader in the superfoods market and are proud to have served millions of customers worldwide. We're offering up to 15% off when you use code MINUTE15 at earthechofoods.com slash minutemedia. Follow us on Twitter at May and at earthechofoods. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Just ahead of Mike Edom, 
Just a couple comments from the viewers. I said I would get to them. From J. Pierre Ducharme, watching in Eastern Canada, he says, I'm surprised by the criticism of the CFL Global Draft and the number of punters taken. Does anyone get excited about all the offensive linemen drafted in the Canadian player draft? Have you not noticed, J.P.? It's in vogue to crap all over everything. And Todd Pinkney is breaking news out of Winnipeg today. P1, uh, Todd Pinkney writes in, he says, Nick Ehlers out for the rest of the season, as per Maurice. Oh, my God! The rest of the season! What? I see Darren Bombing's tweet here. Our good friend from NHL.com, Nick Ehlers, is out for the remainder of the season. Paul Maurice says they're hopeful and expect him back for the playoffs. What? I thought you said he was out for the season. Oh, the oh the regular season. You mean ten days from now? See how important wording is when you're reporting this stuff. Out for the season. You make me think he tore his ACL, MCL. He's out three to six oh, no, months. He's got three concussions at once. He's out, done for the season. He's out 10 days. Like he maybe sprained a pinky finger. Like that's it. He's going to be rested for the playoffs. That's what, that's what you meant to say. Do we have our next guest? All right. <laughs> Come on, you guys. Let's bring in Mike Adam now. A guy that knows a thing or two about the CFL draft. I remember when he went real high. And this guy is an absolute beauty. How you doing, Mike Adam? Not bad at all. Thanks for having me. Yeah, good to hear from you. And I see your uh, timeout athletic shirt on. We're going to get around to that. But because, there you go. Look at this guy. Timeout athletics. But, Mike, because the CFL draft is right around the corner uh, next week. Yes, sir. Take me back to your draft day, if you don't mind, and what that was like when you went to the Alouettes, correct? Yes. Yeah, man, it was was a fast-paced day. The whole day went by pretty fast. Things happened pretty quick. You know, um, before the whole draft uh, interview, I never really talked to Montreal extensively, so I didn't consider Montreal in the picture. So when uh, the screen came up at the stadium and Montreal picked me, I was kind of shocked, but at the same time excited that the – the journey for pro football officially begins, right? Well, you had, uh, so you guys had an actual draft party. Tell me about that. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, the football team, uh, the dinos organized uh, a little draft party with the guys, um, that were getting drafted that year. We're all gathered together. And obviously some guys couldn't make it because they wanted to spend with their family. But yeah, we had a little thing in McMahon stadium and it was just, uh, it was a nice thing put together by Blake. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, People ask me all the time, Mike, about the helmets and gear on my table. And this, I'm yeah. like, this Dinos yeah. helmet was the very first gift. And the Dinos gave it to Darren at a Canada West game. It was right. in Manitoba, right? Uh, Saskatoon. It was in Saskatoon? In Saskatoon. Yeah. So anyways, okay. the Dinos have a special place in our heart. And I remember covering that draft. And I'm like, oh, this Mike Edom must be special. He's third overall out of the Calgary Dinos. And then it was like five years later, you corrected us all on your name. Why did, why did it take so long, Mike? Well, when I was in Montreal, I told the media. Oh, that was going to be a good story. <laughs> it was that a was great be one. a good story. <sighs> The last 24 hours have been interesting, <laughs> technologically-wise. Let us know the second that you have him back, please. Oh, we got him. Okay, Mike. Oh, he's just, uh, it's just buffering. It, All right. Okay, it was good. Okay, Mike, we lost you. Uh, so anyways, yeah, what was this? You said, when I got to Montreal, I told the media, take it away. Change the name. This is how it's pronounced. 
And Charles said, the guy Charles said he'd fix it at the time, right? So the whole season went on, and I never checked back to see they changed it. So fast forward now, four years later, I don't play for Saskatchewan. My family in Nigeria gets a snippet of the game, and my dad's older brother kind of corrects him and tells him, you know they're saying our name wrong. And then my dad addressed it to me. So I took the liberty to address it to the league and make sure it got corrected. Okay, good for you. So when did you come over from, you yourself come over from Nigeria, by the way? How old were you? I was 12. I was 12. My mom and dad and my two sisters. Were they playing American football in Nigeria? When you don't, you know what I mean. Three, four down. Yeah, so yeah. when did you pick this game up? Um, you know what? All the all the kids I, uh, in the neighborhood I grew up in all played football. They played for the Brampton Bulldog, uh, Bulldogs, OVFL. So every uh, Tuesday and Thursday, they would have football practice where they were gone for three, four hours, so I'd be alone. So one day, one of the um, players' moms was like, you want to come check it out? Or maybe come hang out and see what the football thing is about? And went over there, loved it, um, fell in love with the game, and the next year I was trying out for a high school team. Well, uh, by the way, it's for our viewers, I always love my chats with Mike Edom, usually after practice, maybe on a road trip or something. But when you told me you were from Brampton, right. when you were, said you were from Brampton, I said, the home of the battalion. You're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, the hockey team. <laughs> You're not the biggest hockey fan, eh, Mike? Well, you know what? I, I have grown to like hockey, to love hockey, now that uh, a good buddy of mine, Peyton Curbs, got drafted. So I've been kind of following, just kind of keep up in case he, he talks to me about hockey and I can respond adequately. Peyton Krebs, did you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did that be? <laughs> yeah. You got to tell me that story. Well, uh, so, so Peyton Krebs and I, we share the same trainer, Nick Geese. So um, when I first started training with him, he would always uh, have a session after mine, right? So it got to a point, I just saw how competitive he was. He'd always trash talk me, like, I can beat you in a race, I can beat you in a race. And I'm like, who's this, who's this little kid? And it got to a point <laughs> that I told my trainer, I was like, <laughs> it got to, I told my trainer, I was like, you know what, bring him to our session, invite him, and, and let's, let's see. Let's see how, how fast he is, put his money where his mouth is. And sure enough, we had a few races. He, he, never, he never beat me, but he was nipping on my heels a few times, so I, I gave him the respect. Hey, I'm uh, writing... Friendship. And he just drove. That's okay. We got the story. I'm writing this down. Krebs, Adam, and I. Hopefully, he re-logs in. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me with that story right there? Oh my gosh. Krebs is 19. Okay, we got you. We got you. We we got this story in, Mike. So listen, if we can bring him in, we got Peyton here playing in the hub for the Winnipeg Ice, and he's going to Vegas at the end of the week. He's leading it all in 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 scoring. Oh, and it just froze again. Wow, what a day. Well, we're getting the highlights of the interview here. Oh, yeah. He's 19. Mike Adam is 31. Like, How about the, the stones on that kid. I was going to say, Mike is like this star player in the Canadian Football League. And, you know, this athlete finely tuned. And here's this kid being like, I want to race you. I want to race you. I can beat you. <laughs> What? That is unbelievable. Oh, I, I, can, I got my mind is flooding with stories about guys that have challenged other guys to a race. I remember once you guys tell me when we got Mike back. This is amazing. I remember a track guy at uh, U of S. Yep. Like a trackster track and field guy challenged one of the Rough Riders. I think it was Tristan Jackson to a race. 
And Tristan's like, well, let's go. And the guy's like, no, 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 I need to stretch first. And Tristan's like, what? A lion doesn't stretch before he chases down a gazelle. Get out of here. Hang on, let me stretch. Can you wait a second? <laughs> that actually happened. That actually happened. Oh, man. Uh, Larry Dye in Medicine Hat says, we need guys like Mike to be a spokesperson for the Canadian Football League. Well, yes. Get him out. Get him in front of a camera. Um, there was one here from Beneath. He's a regular viewer now of the show in Toronto. From Beneath Sports, talking as someone in their 20s, CFL hasn't really been marketed to the youth. The reason I fell in love with the CFL, because I had a CFL player from my community pour into young football players, but not much from the league. I don't know. A guy like Mike Edding makes you want to cheer for the Canadian Football League. It really does. Okay, we got him back. All right, Mike. The fans, the viewers are loving your stories. And we're getting all the highlights in. Don't <laughs> worry. We're getting the, the key points here. I love it. So you've what? moved. What have you done? Gone off Wi-Fi? What happened here? What would you do? No, so we're actually repainting the top level of the house. So we had to disconnect the Wi-Fi upstairs. So I realized that's why it was a little blotchy. But I just came down to the basement, and um, now I'm set up in the basement a little bit. Okay, well, it's, it's perfect now. And the viewers are writing in yeah, saying, yeah. I don't know if you heard what I just said. The viewers are saying, Mike is the kind of guy that makes you want to cheer for the CFL. And I, I, and I agree. So I, I appreciate that because I do miss the fans. I, I appreciate it. I miss the fans. I, I, really, I really do. Well, and you're just fun to watch more than anything, personality aside. But, Mike, how have you filled the last year and a half? Because you guys haven't been that public. What have you been, what have you been up to? Wow, this is not our day. Can we go to a break? They're telling we're going to go to a break and we'll come back and hopefully have more with Mike Adam. What do you say? That'd be great. I'm not willing to give up on this interview. I know, right? It's, just, it's, it's too good. It's so good. Okay, so we'll be right back. I will tell you that the Prairie Mobile text line is open if you've got questions or comments for Mike Adam or anything else today. 306-840-8777. That is 306-840-8777. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk streaming at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Welcome back, everybody. <clears throat> we'll have Mike Adam. They're just working on a connection there. But we have uh, breaking news today as part of our sports update. And it all comes out of Winnipeg. Uh, Nikolai Ehlers is out for the rest of the regular season for the Winnipeg Jets as they get ready to take on the orders tonight. But he'll be back for the playoffs, Paul Maurice says today. Meanwhile, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers announcing today the club has signed 2020 CFL draft selection Brendan O'Leary Orange. He's a receiver. And 2021 global draft selection Les Maruo, linebacker. O'Leary Orange was taken in the fourth round, 37th overall last year. 
Saw playing time in only six games at Nevada in 2019 due to injury, making five receptions for 85 yards. As for Maruo, he grew up in Wichita, Kansas, after his family moved to the United States when he was nine years old, played his college football at the University of Texas, San Antonio, and, uh, yeah, tested well at the CFL's Global Combine, finishing with 28 reps in the bench press and running a 4.7740. I think we all saw the video of him being drafted by the Blue Bombers, and it was like a lifetime highlight for him. For sure. So the Bombers getting it done today. Marcus Semien scored the lone run in the fifth inning as the Toronto Blue Jays edged the Tampa Bay Rays 1-0 Sunday. Toronto starter Hien Jin Ru was forced to leave in the fourth with a minor strain. Five relievers proceeded to complete the shutout. The Jays are third in the division and off today. Fernando Tatis scored in a sack fly in the 11th inning and the pod squad rallied from a late six-run deficit for an 8-7 win over the Dodgers. Why am I telling you this? Because the Padres claimed their third win in the four-game series against the Dodgers and they're the talk of baseball. They're making the Padres relevant again. Uh, hey, how about the Q? A five-point night from Mikhail Abramov led the Victoriaville Tigre to a 6-3 win over the Rouen Noranda Huskies to move Victoriaville one win away from the second round of the playoffs. Game three goes tonight. Two goals and a helper by Samuel Poulain led the way as the Valdor Forur down the Dracar 6-2. Valdor now leads the uh, Bay Como in the best of five series 2-0. And I think game three of that one goes tonight. Brady Burns scored twice and added an assist to lead the Sea Dogs over the Teton 6-2 in the 2021 President Cup Series. As our technical producer, Ryan, was pointing out before the show, Darren, the St. John Sea Dogs, Acadie Bathurst Teton, and Moncton Wildcats are competing in a nine-game round-robin tournament to determine who will face the Charlottetown Islanders in the Maritime Division Final. Wow. Th- they're back going. They're back going. And if you're not contending, you're out, right? You're not <laughs> hey, Cal- Sean McCormick from Score. I'll get to your from the Score from uh, Game Plus. Still downtown Toronto. We'll get to his question in a moment. But first, got to get my NASCAR update. Brad Keselowski made exactly the right final move this time, winning again at Talladega Motor Speedway and demonstrating a painful lesson well learned. Keselowski's overtime victory made him the ninth driver to win through 10 NASCAR Cup races this season and avenged an embarrassing Team Penske gaffe. In the season-opening Daytona 500, he and teammate Joey Logano triggered a last-lap crash that day as Keselowski tried to pass Logano for the victory. It was uh, In this one, he led just one lap, the last one, in a race that featured 35 lead changes among 27 drivers. This sports update for the Tab Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. You see what Sean McCormick's talking about in downtown Toronto. Face off. Yeah. We're facing off on this? You go. I, 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 I kind of know where you're going to go with it, but. Oh, wow. We go, Okay, just hang on. Just before we bring in Mike Adam on the phone now, uh, Madison Bumgarner for the Diamondbacks. I was like, where's Madison Bumgarner now? He's throwing no hitters for the Diamondbacks at Atlanta in a seven-inning game. And I, I don't know if you saw his interview after the game. He wanted to thank Rob Manfred for the seven-inning games. And I'm like, was that sarcasm? Because this no-no doesn't go into the history books as a no-no. So is he saying, thanks, commissioner, now I don't get credit for a no-hitter, or is he saying, thanks, because these games are shorter now and he can no-hit teams? What is he saying? Yeah. Was he being sarcastic? No, I think he's saying thanks. I mean, it was a doubleheader, right? So you play two seven-inning games. But I think he's saying thanks 
because I think it's good for baseball. I think, you know, trying okay. to evolve the game. I think there was a lot of engagement. It's easier. It's better on the players, easier on the pitcher's arms, but it keeps the fans engaged. Shorter game. Every at-bat means more. Every inning means more. I think that's the route he was going. We'll face off on that later, but Sean, those are our thoughts. Let's bring in Mike Edom now, a seven-year, going-on eight-year veteran of the Canadian Football League, and he's on the phone from home today from Time Out Athletics. And Mike, thanks for your patience. Uh, my question before I just broke up was, how have you been filling your time the last year and a half? Um, yeah. Lay, lay it on us. Uh, I've been doing a lot. So, uh, first thing I did was build a deck back last summer when the thing got canceled. But, you know, I was going to spend a lot of time off there, so I had to make it look somewhat nice. And then I uh, followed that up with, with get married, got married to the and um, got my shoulder replaced, uh, got my shoulder repaired. Um, had surgery October 23rd. So I had to cancel rehab it. But I think the biggest thing for me was finishing my degree. You know, when you play football, you only have one semester a year in which you really take classes. So having the year off allowed me to take semester back to back, which would possibly graduate. Well, congratulations on all of those things. I don't know where to say. Got married, finished his degree, got a new shoulder. What's your degree in, Mike? Communication. <laughs> oh, coming after my job, are you? <laughs> well, I don't have to take it harder than do. <laughs> Is he in a soup can or like what the hell is going on? Listen, Mike, I'm just going to ask you one more question. We're going to have to let you go and move on. Tell us about Time Out Athletics, please. The company for which you founded. You can find it on Instagram. Tell us about Time Out Athletics. Time Out is uh, it's, uh, it's a kid's camp. I just want to cultivate the young team and talent. I want to give back for my knowledge back, uh, back down to them. But also, we want to start cultivating young team uh, talent. Just getting the receivers, DBs, linebackers, running backs, getting them some extra needed reps, especially with, with the quarantine and everything that's going on. We just want to get them some of the reps they've missed, and I'm hoping to take it all over Western Canada, BC, Regina, and obviously Calgary. Well, Mike, uh, look, we're going to bring you back here as the season gets closer, and we'll talk about the plans for the uh, for the season for you. Timeout Athletics. Follow them on Instagram because that's where I found Mike and all the information of the companies on there. Mike, thanks for the time today. No worries. Thanks for having me. We danced that dance for 22 minutes. I can't dance it anymore. <laughs> I know. You understand it, right? I know. Folks, you understand it? But it was, uh, man, it was good. He it looks was fruitful. And he looks good. And can't wait to get him back and, and get him in the bunker when we can, right? Uh, Ryan McCarthy watching from Saratoga, New York, says, yeah, another communications graduate. I got enough out of what he said that it was... I'm not coming for your job, but maybe we can partner. Wasn't that what he said? I'm always open. We're always it, open. Did he that. say that, I, or we, we're always open? Yeah, I, I think he alluded to that. I, again, it was hard to you know, kind of hear at the end. Yeah, man, what the heck? It's un- unfortunate, but that's okay. Well, it's... Yes, he's coming for your job. I know, with some people, most people, we found in this climate, the, the concept of working together, not interested. And where have we grown... So well ourselves, here's working with other groups. I don't don't know why people are so afraid to work together, but whatever, that's their deal. Daragon11, he is watching on YouTube. He says, coming from the GTA, why do certain Canadian markets struggle to support our homegrown leagues, such as the CFL, CEBL, and Canadian Premier League? Daragon, you watch this show every day. You know what my take is on that. Although I've kind of fallen down the rabbit hole a little bit further, 
by the way. And it's a good question. I don't, I'm not sure I want to talk about that right now because we talk about it like every day. I got a news release here uh, from the Blue Bombers. And what's the name of the soccer team in Winnipeg? Valor? Mm. Valor. Valor. The Winnipeg Football Club is lending its weight to the blitz against COVID-19 by becoming vaccine ambassadors in the Protect Manitoba campaign. Health and Seniors Care Minister Heather Stevenson announced today. She said in a news release, this is the largest vaccine campaign in Manitoba's history, and every person who chooses to be immunized has a place on our team. The vaccine helps to bring us back to the things we love, like cheering on our teams, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and Valor FC. Together, we can protect ourselves, each other, and our community, and we appreciate the leadership of the Winnipeg Football Club in lending their strength to this work. So it's all about communication. (laughs) What did I just say about working together? Mm -hmm. And there's two pro teams in one market, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and Valor FC, working together on a campaign to get Manitobans vaccinated. Say what? Two minutes? So, I don't know. I was watching uh, SportsCenter this morning. I'll be honest. I just put it out there. My buddy Mighty L. Mike's probably watching right now. You know Mike, the oil man. Yep. He goes, I can't believe the things you say on the show. And I said, give me an example. He goes, well, you said everybody wants Connor Bedard cards, but if you sponsor the show, you'll get the cards if you ask for them. But if you don't sponsor the show, go pound sand. And I said, well, that's the truth. What's wrong with that? He said, Ralph Klein got elected in Alberta with just straight talk. People couldn't get enough of it. So I'm not putting on a show here. And by the way, just because you're a sponsor of the show doesn't mean you're entitled to Connor Bedard cards. You know what I'm saying? Right. And a couple sponsors reach out to me and say, Rod, can you get Connor Bedard cards? Yes, because you sponsor the show. But I, we're not sending Connor Bedard cards to every sponsor. There's a difference. So my point is simply this morning, how I got off tangent. Oh, just being honest, I guess. I'm working out. 20 minutes into Sports Center, there still hadn't been NHL highlights. It's their show. I don't care. But I don't want 15 minutes of NBA highlights. Why do I care with the Nuggets and Jazz? I live in Canada last I checked. There was a doubleheader in the Dub Hub last night. What if, but it's their network. They can do whatever they want, and they own a per, portion of MLSE, as does Rogers and Sportsnet, so they're going to push their leagues. They don't have a piece of the stake in the CEBL or the Canadian Premier League. They don't even show the games. So if you want to know why the certain major markets don't get behind the leagues, where's the coverage? And we've got people coming to us left and right from the leagues saying, can you say this? Can you give us a plug? Can you come to our games? So that's the whole thing. TSN and Sportsnet are just taken off very clearly with the NFL and the big brand, big brand leagues. But there's still these other leagues in this country that are, is in our country, in case you forgot that we're going to talk about because there's millions of people that care about these leagues that we talk about. So anyways, we'll be back, okay, with viewer takeover on the way. Oh, yeah, Tulsa running back Corey Taylor. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV and 24-hour sports talk at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you. 
unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Thank you, guys. As we go into viewer takeover here, it has been a slightly stressful day around here trying to get Mike Edom on the air, which it shouldn't be in 2021. You know, technical gremlins and blah, blah, blah. For the guys that yeoman's work, I appreciate that. We got the highlights of the interview. Oh, yeah. But we'll bring uh, Mikey and him on in the future. Um, On the topic of, well, it's becoming a big topic in this land about these leagues. And I'll just, I call it viewer takeover for a reason. So let's turn it over to the viewers. I'm game. Rob Williamson's watching in the Kingston, Ontario area. He says, you are right, Rod. Let's see more CEBL and Canadian Premier League highlights on the big networks. It's up to us as consumers to keep asking for it. You can keep asking for it. I still think you're going to get told no. <laughs> Wayne in Victoria, BC says, don't you realize that we're a global community, Rod? You can't be an isolationist. Why are you watching then? If you don't like the way I do it, turn off your damn screen. That would make us all real happy. But I also know Wayne. <laughs> I know I know that Wayne's joking. I know Wayne enough by now that he's just uh, trolling. Robin Wildey and Prince Albert's watching. He says maybe Game Plus Network can be the Canadian Sport Channel for the other leagues: CEBL, CPL, NLL, WHL, OHL, Q. I'm not speaking for anybody, but me. The leagues and the network people can figure that out. Here's a good one. Caden Hardy watching on YouTube says, Hey, Rod, in your opinion, who do you think takes Bedard in the 2023 draft? And what overall pick do you think he goes? Well, he's going number one. Yeah, that's already been decided. He's going number one. Already. We have the 2021 draft to get out of the way, the 2022 draft to get out of the way, and then the 2023 draft. We're talking about something more than two years away from now, and it's subject to a lottery. And a whole lot of change in team direction. <laughs> oh, yeah. How many GMs are going to be fired between now and then? Oh, and teams are going to improve. Teams are going to, you know, go the other way. Retirements, trades. Jeez, it could be almost any team. Right. But if you read my 10 weekend things column on the weekend, it is, uh, it's just fascinating to watch the furor over Connor Bedard right now. And Why? Because he's playing, and the highlights are on social media, and the games are on television. That's where, again, I think the CFL really missed the boat. But what are you going to do? Donald Mitchell writes in. He says, right on, Roddy. Cannot agree with you more. Maybe it's time for a broadcasting company outside of Bay Street to take interest in Canadian sports. Let TSN Sportsnet duke it out over the big four. There are millions of Canadians who are starving for Canadian news on our leagues. Uh, where was the news about out of Winnipeg today? Tough news on Nikolai Ehlers. Everybody, here it is. Braden Cobb. Viewers, is sad news for the Jets. Hearing Ehlers is done for the regular season. Look, as a guy who's been around a little bit, you should be happy that it's not in the playoffs. Remember what happened last year with Mark Scheifele? And, well, Brian Little was hurt before the playoffs, but they still don't have him. Ehlers is just going to be rested. You're not going to finish first. You're playing the Oilers in round one. Let's all get ready for that. From a Winnipeg Jets perspective. 
Better now for Ehlers than in the playoffs is what I'm saying. Um, from Nelson Hakowicz, he says, unfortunately, the championship game of the Canadian Premier League Island Games, which the audience was 100% TV-based, only averaged 41,000 on CBC. That's not enough for the big players in the industry to bat an eye at. Well, Nelson, aren't you poo-pooing everything? You got to start somewhere. This was a hastily thrown together, what, month-long tournament? Who even knew about it? Right. The whole point is the promotion and the hype and getting behind stuff. Oh, we only had a few viewers, so let's let's stop that idea. Next hour, Corey Taylor from uh, Tulsa Hurricanes running back, getting ready for the NFL draft, and more of all this. Stick around. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.